Welcome to the Aspieland Podcast. I'm your host, John Allen. Come with me on an adventure into the world of autism spectrum disorder. Everyone is welcome here, whether you have the disorder or you're interested in learning more about it. We're here to help you understand, share, and relate. We're just about to get started, so come on in. Greetings and welcome to Aspieland. I'm your host, John Allen, and... I'm Kathy. Thank you for having us back into your world. We want to say Happy New Year to everybody, and thank you for being patient with our process. Uh, We do want to have a little content warning. We are going to be discussing um, illness and cancer today, and if that's a difficult subject for you at this point, um, just feel free to uh, skip this podcast. But John and I are going to be sharing what's been going on with us in the last couple of months. And there's and been a lot of things going on with us in yes. the last couple of months. And a lot of things that were surprising to the both of us. But first, I'd like to remind you that this podcast is for everyone, not just people who are on the spectrum, those of us on the spectrum but as well for those of people who are neurotypical, like yourself. Yes. And this podcast is specifically aimed at neurodiverse relationships where one person is neurotypical and the other one is on the spectrum. Uh, there's a lot of byplay between the two yes. uh, that happens. Uh, this is something that struck me so hard, I was not ready for it. And I wasn't, uh, I thought, well, you know, I'm an adult, I can handle sudden things. But uh, this was some really surprising things, and we wanted to share them in case some of you may have had similar experience or know someone with similar experience, and to help them along. We also want to encourage everyone, don't forget to rate and review. That helps other people find us. And we thank you to all the listeners who've been very kind and reached out and have given us encouraging um, emails. We do appreciate that. Um, And we will try to be addressing some different things coming in forward. Uh, This podcast technically was supposed to be about uh, masking in a neurodiverse relationship. John's last podcast was concerning masking. And we hit a big uh, health bump. Uh, Yeah. Um, <laughs> major, major bump with major deals. Over so. the cliff. <laughs> yeah, and so. yeah, over the yeah. cliff. That's a good way to put it. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I don't usually do that. <laughs> That's my job to yeah, snort. It's your job to snort. Anyway, this one's going to be pretty much off the cuff because we're going from memory and a few scant notes, but we're talking directly from the heart because we want to make sure you uh, get that. Uh, feel from us. We also just up till now didn't have any time really to put anything together and felt that this was the most important thing to discuss right now. Yes. So if it doesn't sound quite the same, if it doesn't have the same quality that it used to have, I apologize for that. We're down to one mic and we're trying to share a mic, which makes it very cozy, <laughs> but it also can cause its, it its own It stresses problems. out the engineer Yeah, it does. It John. stresses yes. me, the engineer, out. Okay, let's get started. All right, so we won't get into too many details, but John started having some vague, uh, strange GI symptoms that was lasting. Stomach for... and that sort of thing. Yes, yeah. we just, yes, and... 
um, went to the doctor, some tests were ordered, something was noted in, um, in our process of waiting to get in to see a specialist. While we were waiting for a specialist, we were hoping to, okay, okay, he ordered some things, we've got some tests, we've got some returns. Hmm, that's interesting. Well, let's get to a specialist and discuss it. In the meantime, too much time passed. What had happened, I turned suddenly jaundice. Yes. I was the brightest yellow sunflower you had ever seen in your entire life. And uh, we and that, that happened means... overnight. He was it became uncomfortable. Urgent. Yeah, yeah, it was urgent, yes. Yeah. And I we're going to the emergency room and we spent two weeks in the hospital from yeah, that day. From that day. One of the things about an emergency room, for those of you who are on the spectrum, is it is extremely busy and there's lots of noise and beeps and machines and things like that. And as an adult, I thought, well, I, I, okay, I can deal with that. I've worked in a busy office and I've worked in busy areas, so I'm, I can handle that. No, this was completely different, partly because the emergency room was so busy there were beds in the hallways right outside our room. Um, yes. If you were lucky to get a room. Yeah. And yes. we were lucky enough to get one because yes. we showed up early enough in the morning. And that's no fault of the hospital. It's just the way it worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, a lot of health cares are very overwhelmed yeah. right now yeah. for a and, variety of reasons. Yes. Yeah. And I became overwhelmed by all the sound and the visual disturbance and, you know, people coming in here I want your blood pressure here I want your thing here let me poke you for a blood test blah 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 and that became a little overwhelming which uh, hit me in the autism side harder than I actually thought it would right which only set me up for the the next step which was even worse well and a little history background John had a, a, a pretty significant cardiac surgery as a small child and um, he was 18 months old. And back in those days, um, you know, healthcare it, it was. And his mom had a big family. He was the youngest of seven, so she couldn't have stayed if they had allowed her. But they didn't back then. You had short visiting hours, and sure. he was just a little guy in the hospital. So I think there was some anxiety, past trauma from. That sort of thing, and no you weren't feeling good, and something was significantly happening. Yeah. It would to get him to the emergency room was the first challenge because he was not happy about it, but it he had to go. And uh, we were aware we had done some podcasts about healthcare advocacy, so we were kind of ready for that. And so once we did get to the room, you know things were starting to move, and we didn't realize. Um, you know, how sick you were until they started running some of those tests and yeah. finding out things were quite awry. And uh, and they blew up. And, it, and things got very difficult. And we did advocate. Um, I was making sure I, thankfully, I'd had time to gather some things and bring a notebook and yeah. write stuff down and yeah. make sure um, I was keeping up with who was coming in and who's going out and what they were doing. And that's real important because you're going to need to remember these things. And while it's happening, you think you will, but there's so much happening. And we were there for two weeks in different parts of the hospital. We couldn't have kept up with all of it. And you need to keep up with that just so you can go back and say, okay, this is where we've been. 
and this is where we're going. Now, is, oh, is, go ahead. I just wanted to ask you because we've been talking about things bothering me. How did all that, my reaction to things, how did that affect you? As, oh. a, as, a, as a neurodiverse wife, mm -hmm. I'm sure there were some things going on for you. Well, I guess, you know, when you're in a relationship with someone who's on the spectrum, I, I think now I'm, I'm aware of the things that are bothering you. So I guess I was kind of concerned about that. I was, um, in, in ways I was trying to uh, find ways to help you center, you know, kind of calm down. Uh, to not be so overwhelmed. And part of the reason for taking notes was because everything was happening and you weren't feeling good. And I figured you'd have questions and there would be gaps and maybe yes. in uh, you remembering what kind of different things were said by people because when you have so many, you know, coming yeah. in. And, and there were so many distractions. If a, two doctors come into the room and start talking, I may not answer either of them. Right. And Kathy was smart enough to be able to say, wait a second, he's autistic. You yes, have to slow down and let yes. him do that. That is so important in an emergency situation where you're you're in a hospital and you don't know what's going yes. on. Yes. And you don't know why it's going on, mm -hmm. which freaks you out to begin with. Right. Um, it's and good for her to say to the doctor, slow down. Mm -hmm. He's going to need time to process this. Right. And and you were speaking up some, too, about telling them you're autistic. Yes. I, but I was making sure we reminded every human that came into that room yes. that... Um, Yes, and and to and to give you process time, I said you have to be sure that you have his attention because you look like you're listening, but you are not there. No, and we've talked I'm about that. I'm too busy worrying about everything in the room. Well, uh, he, he we didn't know how ill you were, and you had a, a you know, our bodies are amazing creations, and your electrolytes and some things were seriously off that we had no idea. And in the process of correcting that, um, it was you were you were really in a lot of distress. And we had one of, one of the doctors was amazing, and he he picked up on the fact that you needed some centering and grounding. Yeah. And I was trying to help you, you know, and talk with you and everything. And yeah. he came uh, in. Yeah. And I was I was literally flipping out. Yeah. And to be brutally honest, I I thought that. The, Everything was coming to a head. Everything was coming to an end. I had, I was so uh, completely out of it that it was like uh, I couldn't stand up. I couldn't sit down. I couldn't get control. Uh, everything in my head was just, just. It was a big mess, and it was, it was probably the second hardest night I had at the hospital in that two weeks that we were there. It was so overwhelming to the senses. Um, I had muscle cramps you could actually see mm -hmm. um, yeah. that were happening. I had uh, too much potassium in my system, and my heart could have stopped any time. I didn't know that, but I felt, you know, I would stand up, and then all of a sudden I just fall, start to fall over. Yeah. And but this doctor, like you yeah, said, and came they were in. giving you things to help correct that. But what happened, of course, you know, it's it, it, medicine is a delicate balance. There's yes. and so in pulling the potassium out, that affects other electrolytes. So that and 
I mean, the they took care of it. I mean, yeah, they took they really they good it care up of us very quickly. But and everything was in done. the meantime, yeah. yeah. In the you, meantime, it was a big. You were in a lot mess. of pain. Yes. And, and uh, uh, this doctor just gave me directions, and he said, "Listen, do what I tell you, and just do this, and just do this." And so I was focused on what he was saying. Yes. So everything else kind of left my mind, and I could calm down just right. enough to get the other medicines that they were giving me a chance to take hold. Yes, yes. And, and the reason, one of the reasons I tell this part of the story is because uh, for those of you who are autistic, it's an overwhelming adult experience that it's hard to believe that you can go through this and make it through it um, emotionally mm -hmm. because your mind is everywhere. Um, and for those of you who don't remember, we've talked about this before, but those of us on the spectrum have the awareness of every single thing in the room yes. and all the sounds and every noise and every sound and every light and every beep and every needle and everything like that. And so you get all this put together really quickly, not knowing all while not knowing what the world is going on with you. Mm -hmm. um, right. That becomes so overwhelming in your mind, you it's, know, it's it just becomes horrible. Yeah. It was a horrible experience, yeah. but it was also a good experience in that well, we I learned to trust the doctors and mm -hmm. try to trust the system to help take care of us. Right, and and we had to speak up about it yes, because did. they didn't know, even though it's on your chart as part of, you know, they're, they're fixing in that scenario in the emergency room, they're fixing the urgent things. That's their, That's what they're there to do. Um, so, and they were, but I appreciated that. I, I almost, I want to cry every time I think about it because he came in and saw that I was trying to help you. And he said, you take a break here and I'll take over. And he was actually had John doing something with his feet, you know, pushing and pulling them because as the cramps were in the legs, but, but he had him and had him breathing and focus and it, totally helped you in in an amazing way and i just thought he was very um very sensitive to you and what was going on and of course then and of course he had ordered some things to help balance up the electrolytes too so thank you <laughs> and uh, yeah so that was awesome so those of you who have been through these situations know that you're having a lot of things come at you very quickly just even from a neurotypical um, and, uh, so it was, and it was exhausting and thankfully I was able to stay with you that first night and I got like an hour of sleep, you know, so, um, but we, we were trying to manage and, and deal with it and God bless everybody who was working there because it was, it was a big deal. And then, uh, the test, uh, that they were doing, um, uh, we eventually got moved late uh, the Monday night. We went on a Sunday. We got late Monday night to a regular floor, um, a medical surgical floor. And uh, But the tests were coming back that there was something significant happening. And uh, anyway, so we would have to, moving forward into the week, uh, have to continue to tell all the different providers because... We had many different doctors and different specialists. And, of course, then you have your nursing staff and the support staff and uh, everybody, nutrition and 
uh, dietary, yeah. the, uh, you know, everybody, yeah. um, you know, physical therapy, everybody right. was, right. it was a lot. And yeah. it was important that we had to keep reminding people. And um, in all fairness, you know, not, not everybody knows. And I didn't know for a lot of years. And it's helped me to know um, how to... Uh, uh, speak with you to make sure you're listening um and some people were picking up better on that than others yeah. and yeah. uh so i mean that's just the reality of the world yeah. but that's yeah. kind of why we're doing this because it helps educate people um and just just to move along with this yes. story because that was real important all the way through right was the advocating. whole two weeks we were there but yes. once we were moved to a regular floor we were faced with another um, set of tests that had right. to be done, and I don't do tests well. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, my anxiety levels just go flying through the roof, and I have to just, you know, con I don't, you know, I'm not even sure 100% how I managed it. I think, well, I did because you were there. Um, there were times if she wasn't in the room, it was just too much for me. I couldn't do it because she wasn't there. She was my support. Uh, she was the person that kept me grounded in a room where I didn't know anybody and I didn't know anything and I didn't know what was going on. And, you know, we still had no answers. Right. And, and we were... So, well, we had partial know, answers and they were coming back not very good. Yeah. <laughs> so that was hard for both of us. Yeah. And yeah. being able to give each other space to... Um, have to deal with the hard things that we were hearing every single day. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was that was a challenge. And that brings us to a good spot to kind of uh, shut this session down. And we'll start again in two weeks. There'll be a second session. This is a three-part program because it is so important and it has so much hard stuff in it. But it's information that uh, we felt that both members of a neurodiverse relationship need to hear. Uh, this is what we call sudden impact, and it's exactly what it was. It was a sudden impact that threw everything completely out of whack in our lives, and uh, including the podcast, because I had to stop the podcast for a while. So we're going to pick this up in two weeks, so stay with us if you want to continue with this. Uh, that would be great. Remember to rate and review. Please make sure to go to the website and subscribe if you haven't done so. And we would uh, be remiss if we didn't thank everyone for listening and continuing to listen, even in my absence. We really, really appreciate it. So we'll catch up again in two weeks with part two on Sudden Impacts next time in Aspieland. Thanks for listening to the Aspieland podcast. If you like this podcast, pass the word. This podcast is for everyone, whether you have Asperger's syndrome or not. Because the more who listen, the better our opportunity to become more sensitive and compassionate, not only to those who have the disorder, but to all humankind as well. Thanks for visiting, and I hope you'll listen again.